the second beer kicks in and you're like fuck this no no and i can't then four, you just take your like... top off and you dance and we record it for hours like as long as it goes <laughs> i mean everyone would like that let's get some youtube views <laughs> speaking of youtube views what are we can't start this fucker off Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm Ben. I'm joined by Adam. Hey, I thought you were going to say craft beer, so when I was mouthing, <laughs> such that people might not be able to tell which face was doing it. <laughs> I may say, because I said craft and you said beer. Um, also, need to remember to look up to the camera, which is now up, because um, otherwise I look sort of like submissive. Down constantly. <laughs> like, I, I, I just like, no eye contact, please. <laughs> This is a subcast. <laughs> We're also joined by Lucy. Hello. Hey, definitely not Hi. a member of the subcast. You're all no. about fucking domination, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. So we started yeah, like this. I mean, <laughs> super yeah. sexy. Super sexy. That's super sexy from Krypton for you in the uh, back seats. Oh, oh, it's actually a really bad place for us to start. Because I was gonna, I was gonna open the episode up by saying, Twitter has been an absolute shitstorm the last couple of uh, last couple of Years, days, decades. And, well, absolutely <laughs> fucking decades. But that uh, that we clearly tanks up stands with everybody who's brave enough to come forward with their um, with their experiences, sharing things. Um, we're not gonna yeah. go into it. Things aren't are sort of you know stories to tell, discussions that we don't need to have. But if you're going to be a shithead, we're going to call you out as well. So don't be a shithead. Yeah, I was just saying, it's not, our, it's not our stories to tell, but I think we do want to make a stand and say that um, we're behind the people who are being brave enough to make the stories. Encouraging people to actually seek them out to, to figure out how toxic some people are. And like, mm -hmm. this is not a historic thing. I think it's yeah. important to note that this is continuously happening. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And we are anyway. always here for support if anyone ever wants to lean on us. Lean. So, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Echo those yeah. feelings. Yes. I'll be your friend. Don't be I'll an arsehole. Carry on. Simple as it's not that hard. Absolutely. People make out it's the hardest thing in the world not to be yeah. a prick. Well, I mean, we, we manage it. We manage to be a prick almost every episode, don't we? Some of us. So I, it's, it's true. It's, yeah. <laughs> by I some mean, of us, I do mean. Don't intend to do it though. Says <laughs> this white boy with a beard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, there's nothing I can do about that apart from shave. Let's drink some beers. <laughs> Adol, what are you kicking off with? Uh, I am gonna start with the Aqualung. It's a uh... Any pay any PA? <laughs> what? You know, Northeastern Pale Ale. Ah, uh, is that the right acronym? The Northeast. Any? any? Mm, 
North, North well, England, New England. New England, that's right. Yeah. I'm like, I know, it's not a cardinal direction. I'm saying the wrong thing. <laughs> East. Or Northeast. Um, uh, it is 5.2%, 440 mil, 2.3 units of with IBU 20. It is got, um, it's from Stuart Brewing, Nelson, Sauvon, Mosaic, and Galaxy Hops. It's from Edinburgh. Project 7 is our series of limited edition beers exploring exciting and innovative styles. That's all they want to say. It's the Aqualung. Hmm, I've not heard of Stuart um, Brewing before. Who yeah, loses? Is it Stuart with a EW or with a Yeah, EW. Uh, EW. Mm. Yeah. Where are um, they Scottish? I, I just spotted them in the uh, bottle shop and was like, I don't know you. Where are they from? Yeah. Are they Scotland? Edinburgh. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure I've come across them. Yeah. Um, maybe in bottles. So there's their short mm. amount really of taste notes are juicy, tropical, soft, and complex. Mm-hmm. Nice, good, uh, Lucy. You having a week mm. off the the booze? Yeah, I, I have no beer. It's, a, it's not a uh, matter of sobriety. It's a matter of I haven't been to the beer shop. <laughs> so, I mean, that happens. Fair, you're a busy you're a busy working woman these days. I know. Work in the streets. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we have gone back to my first comment. Um, oh dear. Um, yes, yes. How was that measuring jug? Is it good? Yeah, as always, water. my trusty old friend. Yeah. Good. What is Never he doing? Where is he going with this camera? <laughs> he's um, I'm making it better. Okay. Okay. Nope. Right. Whilst he's doing that, I am going to drink. Um, the much-talked-about collaboration Tesco beer from BrewDog and Cloudwater, a New England IPA. Uh, oh, like also you, an IPA, but also... also yes. Like also you, Lucy, you knew I what didn't... it meant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to the bottle shop either. I have had no time. Um, so I'm drinking a couple of Tesco beers this week, uh, both collaborations, yeah. and this first one is 6.8%. There is a little bit of flavor text. There's quite a lot of flavor text, actually. Uh, New England meets old in this hopped-up superpower of a beer. Uh, our returned juicy IPA packs more fruit than the state of Florida. As misty as New England in the fall, U.S. hops unite for a big all-American juicy, fruity flavor. Tropical fruits on the nose, with notes of a soft, juicy peach, melon, lime, and subtle caramelized pineapple on the palate. Okay, let's see if I can actually pick that out. Wheat and oats layer for a super smooth delivery and finish. It's dry and hoppy. New England IPA juiced up and ready to roll. And they just say about Cloudwater and Brewdog on there as well. Yeah. The thing about I mean, my local Tesco is I think that the beer selections are getting even smaller. So. <laughs> 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 so I mean, it's not a, a collaboration. Like, I mean, it makes sense in hindsight, but it wasn't, wouldn't be one I predicted. Uh, no, mm, I think it was uh, when it sure. when it was first announced. I think everyone was um, very Shop. surprised for for Cloudwater to be in the in the supermarket considering they're super hot on like cold chain and all of these yeah. cans are going to sit on room temperature shelves essentially right um so i think i saw paul um he actually um started chatting in one of the um craft beer supermarket beer groups um basically just eliciting people's opinions on you know bottle shop versus supermarket um you know what their share is and things and how um you know things like he, he wanted accessibility and things like that with the, with some of their beers so right. it makes sense for them to team up with someone like brewdog to test those waters a little bit and i think they've done a 
I think they've done this beer collaboration before, but maybe a slightly different brew, perhaps. Right, okay. So, yeah. I'm going to drink this one. Adam, we'll come back to you. Oh, yeah. So, it turns I'll out... Stew it. Problem is... Poured it like an asshole. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's quite heady. The nose is sort of tropical fruity. Um, I'm just going to have to take a bigger swig to get through this awful pour that I did. Although it, does, it is a testament to the carbonation. Mm. Looks super, super light. Very, very yeah, so straw. It's like, a, it's like a straw color, but it's also quite opaque. Like you can yeah. see, my finger doesn't quite show anything. Um, yeah, it's not in your face. It's, uh, mm. again, got light tropical fruits. A very minute citrus, but not a lot. I'm thinking like a sweet citrus, like, um, not quite a mandarin, but like maybe a tangerine, like just a little <laughs> under, under note of that. Um, yeah, it, it's really light. It's delicate. It's not, um, muddled. Like it's not just sort of light IPA. It's got yeah. some, some nuance there, but it is quite sort of. So you could easily start swigging this back um, because there's just it's not as in your face as maybe some other IPAs you might be expecting. Um, but it's definitely not because because there isn't taste there. It's just it's just more delicate than than your average. Yeah. Nipa. Fair enough. Yeah. Nice. So a soft Nipa to start. Yeah. Um, so I will say that their notes are what juicy, tropical, soft, and complex. Definitely soft, definitely a little tropical. I actually don't get a lot of juice off of it, and the complex, mm. the complexity isn't something I would like highlight. Except that its softness isn't weakness, if that makes sense. Like it's not just yeah. sort of light flavors. Mm. That having like having soft flavors doesn't immediately make it. Complex. Like I think there's there's not as many things going on for something that's bragging about being complex. Okay. Uh, still tasty, but just sort of one of the off the tin notes that I don't quite feel. Yeah, that's fair enough. Cool. Um, so the, the other Nipa then, of now. This is a hard Nipa. We had a soft Nipa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, this does say it's juiced, juiced up. So definitely get that on the nose. You're getting the sort of the, the that mix where it's hard to kind of discern exactly what it is. You know, there is there is tropical fruit there is a little bit of citrus there is a little bit of stone fruit obviously it tells me on the back what those are i think getting mostly melon from it um super super sort of um juicy i can try and get it close mm. to the light but super sort of orange in color at least like right under the light and very very opaque um, the head kind of dissipated quite quickly on there, so there's almost nothing left at the moment. Yeah, it's like, it's like a diametric opposite from from the head mm. off of the sniper, which is e even with a light sort of last third pour, I'm still getting bad. Yeah, yeah, which makes me feel less bad about the original. This that gets one of them beers. Yeah, yeah. Did it sit in a bag for a while, bouncing up and down? No, it's been sitting in my fridge for over a week. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, it it wasn't shaken up. I'm super surprised yeah. because, like, normally it should be like even if it's super peppy, it's been sitting for long enough that I, I kind of feel like I 
done it justice, but I haven't, and yet it's still sort of overly carbonated. Mm. Well, strangely enough, this this Cloudwater Brewdog collaboration in the taste and in the the, the mouthfeel is really carbonated. I'm getting a mm. lot yeah. of of carbonation and almost this bitterness coming straight off the front along with that carbonation as well. I mean, it doesn't look oh yeah, doesn't look sort of super carbonated to like all sparkle up and stuff, but okay. you feel it as soon as your your lips hit the liquid you, you you can tell that carbonation's there and it's almost on the on the edge of a sort of a fizzy soft drink it's not quite that carbonated but it's it's edging towards that and that right. bitterness kind of dominates really um there's a little bit of the 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 pineapple coming through i'm not sure whether it's a caramelized pineapple but definitely getting a little bit of pineapple through um but not much else going on really hmm. I think that bitterness is just kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of um, masking anything else that's going on with that, you know, m m alongside that carbonation, it's just kind of stopping anything else really from coming through. Mm -hmm. Right. Huh. Mm. So it's kind of like a taste wall, but fair, like it's almost, kind of almost. blocking it's because some it's, of the interesting things. Yeah, and because it's it hits you straight away anything else that's kind of coming through has to sort of i suppose be powerful enough to push through that and oh, yeah. that's a nothing really is and it's only now so as that that is fading the, the bitterness sticks around a little while that tingle in the mouth is sticking around as well but the pineapple is definitely pushing through right on that end right towards the back mm. of it um hmm 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 mm. Let's see how this is at the end. Whether that kind of, you know, that big carbonation fades a little bit, whether that bitterness mellows very slightly as I'm, my palate becomes a little more used to it and things start right, to push yeah. through, perhaps. But first impression. Oh shit! Hmm. Sorry, that was me remembering. I'm supposed to take a picture before <gasps> I drink all the beer, but Photo. my picture-taking device is not close to me. So That's well, luckily fun. I have. A long string, otherwise known as a wire. Okay, you can still hear what we're saying. Yeah. Let's move on <laughs> to discussing games. Um, Lucy, I thought uh, mm. you and I could, could kick off. Um, I've been playing a couple of games this week, one of which was Erica. But I don't really want to talk about it, because I wrote a review. So everyone could go to Ablies.net. It'll only take two minutes. It's not very long, five minutes, three. Mm -hmm. so, I thought it was yeah. very sweet. Thank Sweet. you very much. What is it, Easter? Hey, <laughs> chocolatey, mate. <laughs> uh, don't mind me. Um, so, so, if you're not going to talk about Erica, what are you going to talk about, Ben? Um, I don't know. Kim Benica? has just tapped on the Kim has just tapped on the window to tell me to read my messages. Do you know where the Kindle charger is? Yeah, it's plugged in <laughs> down here. <laughs> yep. I'm just going to stand here at Sorry. a brewery. Massive. That's fine. Mm, yeah, to be honest, um, so. twice today, people commented on being fans of the brewery that was on my shirt, which yeah, is the Browery cool. um which is the windmill brewery off the I River in Amsterdam. 
and I was quite shocked that more than well, anyone recognized it. But uh, the yeah. lady who served me breakfast was like, that's a great brewery. I'm like, yeah, I used to live oh. like a quick bike ride away. She's like, it's the one on the windmill, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then Maybe I, I can't... live in Bristol where people are like me. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, I mean, I, I wear this probably once every week and a half, if not yeah. more often, and I've never, I've never had yeah. anyone comment on it. So having it's two people time. being like, mm. and then a guy what? in the philosophy department was like, "That's a good brewery." I'm like, <laughs> "Josh, you know this brewery? This is super weird." <laughs> um, but yeah, so, lightning strikes twice. I was just say, so I think that my new goal is, given that like my t-shirts have slowly been dying, is to replace them with brewery t-shirts. From all kinds of places. Maybe I should I'll do just that. Be that guy. Mm, yeah, that seems like a good idea. Brewery t-shirt you know. guy. Hey, hey. <laughs> that ideal guy. He's like an alcoholic, right? He's <laughs> like every shirt is some sort of weird booze. <laughs> yeah, that'll be me. Oh, it's when you it's when you upgrade as well. You, know, you go through all of your brewery shirts, and you get to suddenly like the distillery shirts, and you move on to sort of all of the uh, the different uh, the different rum. Distillery. I was like, no. I mean, if I ever, if I ever wear a wine, you know, something's yeah. not. <laughs> it's not that I don't like wines, but winery shirts are not exactly are, are few and far between, to say the least. Mm. Yeah, that sounds one way more sad. Rotation. <laughs> Definitely, um, so yeah, after so brewery t-shirts, that's fine. But I do think next time I come to Birmingham, I'm gonna have to pick up a shirt. I can from one of the buy you one and send you one there, and just tell me you saw. Uh, men's think... small. Okay. Yeah, the under <laughs> burning soul definitely. They had some hanging up last time. Yeah. I was so there's a thing I, I I meant to do when I was in Calgary last because there's all these weird microbreweries and I was like ah mm. I should represent breweries that no one's heard of ever <laughs> on this side of the pond <laughs> for funsies uh, mm. and then forgot about it. Although I did win a, a silly cap, like a flat. Like a flat. Oh yes, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you. Yeah. yeah. And then I forgot at my parents' house. Um, but I think oh. that's that's my new thing. It'll uh, be yeah, like a... wear brewery swag mm. where there's no chance in hell anyone's heard of it, or or even <laughs> if they wanted to be like, well, I saw a guy wearing that. Well, I should check it out. They'll be they literally can't. Like I think that's gonna be my new moves. Mm. Yeah. Really obscure. Yeah, yeah I remember. Remember that uh, cute. cap I got from the Bristol Brewery Festival. Because with mm. my ticket, I think you got a free. Oh hat yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. T-shirt. Yeah, I've never worn those because it just says beer. <laughs> well, isn't it? It's that one, isn't it? It's just that. Yeah. It's oh, just the beer logo. Yeah. Just the beer logo yeah, on the. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's like I can't even wear these, like ironically. No. <laughs> I mean, my but, my goal would be to, to have teach one entire semester where one of my sessions I've worn a different booze shirt every like block. <laughs> So it's like every seminar. It's like, have you noticed that guy is just wearing different booze stuff? <laughs> I, I think our tutor is an alcoholic. You should is wear right some well? rolled up, rolled right up trousers well? with then like little martini glasses on your socks or something like that as well. So you can really, really dive deep into the uh, into the the booze wear. <laughs> I, I mean, I definitely time roll up my trousers again. Okay. So I, I, I'm offended by this already, but I don't have socks. <laughs> I think the next time you wear that particular T-shirt, you should also wear clogs. I don't have clogs. Clogs. I don't actually. That sounds like a nightmare. My my little toesies. Uh, I don't want to do that, Lucy. I get what you're saying. 
<laughs> actually don't value that joke enough. Like, which, yeah, of course. Just, the one which is a shock because I thought I valued all kinds of jokes, all kinds of ways. But it turns out now, I want, I want comfort in my feet. I'll wear all kinds of stupid socks. I literally have a pair of socks that are just hashtags, so I can say hashtag socks, hashtag socks. Because they're hashtag socks, hashtag with socks. Um, but I won't wear clogs, it turns out, because I want comfort. What about Crocs? Oh, I mean, they're probably comfortable. I've never no. It's only a matter of time. Give it five years. Uh, you should both be proud of me that I didn't say I prefer gators, which aren't a thing. But... <laughs> well, you they're just a did. bad joke. Well, at least things that we don't know. Maybe there are. Yeah. Maybe there are Florida versions of them. Um, so, so, what the fuck were we going to talk about? Uh, talk I mean, about um, ben, you we weren't going to talk about things, And I'm trying my best. Right, yes, <laughs> yes. Good. I you didn't want about, to talk I wasn't going to talk about Eric. I don't want to talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> so, the only other game that I've played this week is uh, Bird of Passage, mm. which was uh, a, a short Itch.io game which uh, you shared, Lucy. Oh, um, um, yeah. Did I say, did I mention that I finished it to you? Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, you did oh, not mention that to us. Um, okay. Right, so, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you, you posted it up in the, in the Discord chat. But maybe two mm, weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. part of the um, the short play on is it mm. the Verge? It might be the Verge. Um, oh, I don't yeah, remember. Was it Polygon? No, no, it wasn't Polygon. Um, maybe mm. it's Polygon. We it talked be. about this a couple of weeks ago okay, yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> I read it today. I don't know what was <laughs> Whichever fine. one that isn't so anyway, by the uh, work. What about this but, game, yeah. Ben? Yeah. It is the Verge, um, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I thought that this was a, um, a sort of. It's a very short experience, but it's a, a very. Um, it's a very odd experience. Um, it's it's a game where you're a, you're a being and you're traveling around in taxis, and it's a a dialogue driven system where you basically converse with the taxi driver. And you have to kind Does of uncover. Full taxi. It well, there's no pigeons, and there's no <laughs> dating. Uh, but um, yeah, as this as this being, you're kind of trying to um, recount your memories, recount your history through mm. kind of uh, events that have happened, um, items that you've had, and using the taxi drivers as kind of springboards to try and remember different things. Um, it's really interesting way of kind of uh, telling a story. Um, it's sort of, it's, I think the, the closest thing that I could, that I thought I was playing was like the subsurface games, having those mm. different dialogue interactions yeah. and, and working through them. Absolutely, but yeah. This is a little more kind of like finding the critical path, basically, to get to the end of your journey. So mm. a lot of times you can loop back around on the same conversations and you may then have three different outcomes and you know you've clicked sort of um, response number one and that hasn't gone any further. So you, you click response number two and, right. it, you know, there's, there's not a, it's not a easily identifiable route, let's say. Um, mm -hmm. And I thought it's it was a, kind you're, of... you're not just like finding a branching path, like just quickly figuring out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And as I, you know, as I say, um, it, it took about an hour, roughly. Were you about the same, Lucy? Was it a little bit quicker, maybe? Uh I, I understood um, how, what 
path it wanted me to go down to like mm. see the end but i was um interested in getting like all the different uh like dialogue choices seeing like yeah. every single one like you know like in like i don't know a lucas arts game you you would like go through every single like dialogue thing just to get a bit of comedy whereas in this and it's yes. like to um give more context to mm. um this character who is as you say some unknown unnamed being who mm -hmm. just seems to be meandering sort of like they don't seem to have a purpose at the beginning but then the more you play you find out oh they are getting in all these different taxis because they you know um the taxi drivers like a conduit to evoke in their past memories and stuff like yeah. that so yeah I, I it took me but overall it took me uh, about and just probably just over an hour yeah 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 <laughs> And it's, it's it's one of those that I think if you're you know you you could do it quicker as you said Lucy you wanted to explore those different mm. those different paths and and get that context I think you could play this this experience quicker than that um, mm -hmm. but it, it's yeah. not necessarily it it is about that that journey you know as is taking those taxis as it is for the character it is for yourself like taking that journey understanding the story kind of empathizing a little bit with uh, with the, with this being and kind of what they've been through um, mm -hmm. all through these different conversations that they're having with taxi drivers um and it, you know it was it was very um it was pleasant rather than satisfying when i got to the end of it you know, I wasn't like, yeah. right, yes, I've done it. I was actually like, okay, yeah. that's, you know, that's, it's, it's nice. I'm glad I've seen this through and, and, and I have. It was a nice bit of closure. Yeah, that's absolutely. A very interesting descriptor. I think, um, I think as a philosophy man, as yourself, you might find a bit of interest in it, but, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it because, um, I mean, the developer obviously had, um, I wouldn't say interesting Japanese culture. That's a very broad statement, but like, um, just just small little tidbits of like things they were obviously interested in. And it was interesting in finding out about stuff like in Japanese history and Japanese right. like, <laughs> shall we say, horticultural <laughs> culture. <laughs> I don't know. That I was just like, yeah, like how I didn't know about these things. It was just interesting to learn about that as well. So interesting. Like, yeah, so you know, developer obviously had a had a goal, and like I think it's well written, and those things came across really interesting. It's one of those things where it's like, I mean, maybe it was just me not knowing about these things and being ignorant to it, but it's, it was interesting just to, you know, games that teach by interesting ways, like sort yeah. of like um, Valiant Hearts is like, oh, you're not beaten over the head with. Um, you know, a textbook about World War One, but we're giving you interesting, um, like, gameplay mechanics. Not so much in this game, but we're giving you interesting, um, like, presenting that information in an interesting way that will mm -hmm. keep you in that loop. So, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that part of it. And yeah, I really yeah. liked how, um, like, these conversations do keep looping. Um, so, you, you know, it's a graphic novel so to speak so you want to go through all those different dialogue branches and usually like in other games if you want to see like all the different branches you'd have to start again whereas this it the if you like start talking about one thing and it's like oh i've already been through this conversation depending on the choice that you pick it all 
just really naturally like going to something else yes. even though you might have seen that before so i think developer probably done like quite a decent job of like programming like all these different um passes of information so that they still um like flow naturally into one mm, another um right. even if they're out of sequence and stuff like that so that yeah was absolutely and you, you can start you can start up uh you know you can get to to say one point but have started up say two or three different at, at different points you know different mm -hmm. openings right. to different conversations but they still loop around as you say lucy to those and it it does a really good job of of trying to push you in the right direction um mm -hmm. you know there are some um visual kind of like signifiers that you are going in the right direction at one point it even um the conversation moved in a way that very naturally but mm -hmm. that i should be looking for that you know that visual signal it's like follow you know the leads yeah. essentially and you're mm -hmm. sort of like okay yeah okay i can understand all right i've seen that i know what it's talking about i can understand sort of what i've got to do um and so mm -hmm. it allowed you to sort of explore and know where you were going a little bit um, yeah. So that again, you weren't just sort of stumbling around. So it gives guidance, but without making it feel super forced. Yeah, just by yes. the sort of nature yeah. of the way it communicates information mm. and stuff. Yeah, it just drops you into the game. There's no exposition. There's no like you know opening cutscene or anything like that. And yeah, so it just and that's you know a testament to the quality and strength of its writing that it's able to do that. And um, just from a presentation um, standpoint. I think it was a really nice looking game. Like it's very yeah. minimalist. It's yeah. like this um very dark almost blade runnery at night kind of scene, but you're not really seeing much of the town amongst you know, around you. It's just mostly just this taxi like driving through mm. like um like streets at night and you see like a bit of neon when you stop at like a the nearest stop when you get out of the taxi and move on to the next one. So yeah, it's right. really nice, small, compact, but well, well uh, presented little thing. So yeah, it was it a good is. hour. And mm. Yeah, and I, 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 I've jumped on that page. The developer is Space Backyard, mm -hmm. which I would never have remembered had I not. <laughs> just looked it yeah. up. There's no, there's no mm. way I would remember that. As, as yeah. you were when we were saying the developer, I'm like trying to rack my mind about what it was but i think it was it was an interesting so i played this in um like two sittings me too when i the, fir the first time i played um i didn't realize i didn't really have enough time to kind of see it through and i'd mm. i'd kind of in that first sitting i'd kind of gained an understanding of, of what was you know what i needed to do so actually when mm -hmm. i went back in on my second sitting I found that it was quite swift to get Straight back forward. to kind of like the point that I'd I'd, I'd left it on, and that I kind of yeah. knew where I was already. It only took maybe five minutes to to to, to get to that point in right. the dialogue and unearth a few things. Mm. So um, it's it's again, it, if you know kind of where you're going, it's very easy to kind of mm. get to the destination. Yeah, but well, I'd go say, in not knowing. Yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah, yeah, and, it's, and, and, and it is. Yeah. It is all about the journey, definitely. Mm, yeah, and it's on. I don't know if you mentioned that it's free on itch. I mm. Oh, so I didn't know that. It. Yeah, absolutely free. Really, I have. It's crazy how these things are just and free, and it's like oh no my god, fucking play mm. itch.io games. 
It does. Yes. It does pop up. I think just before I actually download it, it does pop up saying, um, you know, would you like to contribute um, something? And I thought, well, not at the moment. I've not mm -hmm. played it. I'll see what it's like. And actually, it's one of those where I think yeah, I would go back and you know, oh, nice. I, I'd yeah. give a, a contribution back to the um, back to the developer. You know, you know right, I, very... I might do that one day. Like, like there's so many that I've played on itch.io. It's like I put them all in like. A collection you can have like your own library and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. I might just go through the best ones. And it's like you know what I really enjoy that. Send like, them like a quick. Win, yeah, win a win a bet on Sky Bet or something. Like that. <laughs> just like you know what I'm just gonna you know spread these around these cool games. Uh, absolutely. I mean I know I brought like Red Strings Club, but I should definitely <laughs> give Deconstruct Team some more money based yeah. on sort of the two, <laughs> three, four experiences through Itch.io yeah. that I've been able to get for free from them. Um, you know, especially with something um, like whatever, what was it called? Every great one, behind every great one, behind every yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which really mm, fucking hit really me, and resonated with me. Okay. So, yeah, I should definitely go mm. back into my library and be like, yeah, I've got, I've got ten quid. Let's share this between two developers mm. or three developers, sort of see what I've, I've you know, been able to pick mm -hmm. from them. Like, itch.io is such a good yeah. resource to find little experiences and emerging mm. developers and things so it's, it's fantastic and i think there's a really good revenue split like everyone talks about epic versus steam i think mm. itch.io they're probably just there doing their thing it's like you know what we're actually the best screw those two <laughs> yeah More so than likely. yeah i think they've got a pretty decent revenue split which is good because like yeah a lot of these small just oh yeah downloadable games unless they Devs want to put it up on their own website, which is still time to build their own website. They can just buy yeah. it, put it on itch, and get get a bit of money from it. So. Yeah, so yeah, like no, I think if itch was around and as prominent, like say three years ago, something like hot probably have had its like demo, first few levels, etc. Mm -hmm. on itch, and that would have been. I mean, they they actually had a really good sort of. Kickstartery pre-release sort of movement, such that people like me who did it, like they've still given parts to. So, like the, the first time they've re-released or released a new version game where I didn't get a free code was Super Hot on Switch, like original mm. Super Hot on Switch. Everything else, like Super Super um, PC release, then there was a console release, then there was the VR. Uh, mm. Then there was the broader VRs because it was mm. Oculus first and then Vive. I got a free code for all of those things wow. based on pledging on their initial Kickstarter. Yeah. And then now they're like, eh, it's on Switch. We're not giving it away. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's, I, I that's probably it yeah. seven million Nintendo times. <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> yeah. except for like, people like them, I think uh, if you're slightly smaller but want that same sort of access, something like Itch is exactly what you need, right? Because you get that concentration of people yeah. willing to pay attention to you and uh yeah yeah absolutely and as a user it's very easy to curate different yeah. experiences as well and, and oh yeah it's probably one of the best um like search um search tools on like a video games store yeah yeah like can tag it by like oh i want it to be free i want it to be 2d i want it to be pixel art i want it to be puzzle game i want it to be visual novel yeah it's good yeah people get on itch and talk about absolutely. it absolutely i would it's imagine really that the, some of the people we're currently 
channeling to that are listening to us are already users or know of his yeah. existence, I would imagine. So we're only preaching to the choir, really. But if you're a new listener okay. and you haven't been to which I go there and look at all the excellent experiences. Um, Adol, how you doing for a beer? Polished it. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling it across. Yep. Nice. nice. You? I know. I, yeah, I'm. I'm ready as well. I know. I sort of said, you know, that the the, the New England IPA from Brewdog and Cloudwater was a a little bit harsh, perhaps. Mm. Um, you know that that bitterness and that carbonation kind of gives this harshness to it as soon as you you drink it. It has mellowed a little bit, but everything has mellowed right so it wasn't that that initial taste or the initial so for hit for i mine, got disappeared and more stuff came through so yeah. for mine it it wasn't harsh but it, so even though it was like over overly carbonated such that even my subsequent pours were still like more bubbles than not um mm. it, the actual drinking of like actual quaffing it um wasn't super carbonated and that's okay. kind of what I like about it was that it was the sort of on the tin softness. Like it was a uh, New England IPA that sort of had those moments, but had them in a subtlety version, which yeah. I didn't expect given obviously my slightly inebriated pour didn't help. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I thought it was going to be sort of more in my face and it wasn't. And I kind of feel like um, the... Nipa used to be. I mean, I gotta stop calling it Nipa because then when I need to say the things, I don't remember what it stands for, <laughs> as I proved um, earlier. But like, the Nipa used to be a sort of nuanced, strong note, like IPA. And I feel like there's enough variety now that it, I'm not sure what it means, except like, there's a couple of hops that sort of make that make sense. But it seems mm. like it's just what it means is it's not a like juice bomb or a fucking hop bitter bomb IPA but other than that I've seen enough Nipas that they just are doing incredibly different things and I don't really know what it means except not in your face strong but that's yeah. not that's not a varietal thing like I, I feel like there's almost too much variety in what counts as New, New England IPA like I, I don't think it's consistency in hops I don't think it's consistency in strength um, it's consistency of like consistency of yeah, like not punch you in the face flavor, but other than that, I, I've seen kind of too many different interpretations of it that I don't really know what it means, except I'm not punching you in the face, but that might as well just be called a weak I, uh, IPA at that point. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just I'm missing <laughs> a new instance there, but I just I don't see the specifics of the region anymore in this like mm. the breadth of the variety it kind of seems like it's just saying i want to say i have a nuanced ipa so i'll just say Nipa. well i think we need to go to new england then on a trip i agree for uh, a tank tab take some field trip tank top on tour um um i also have a very special beer from a couple of weeks ago I think probably almost a month. It's the uh, Cloudwater Creature Conference oh, crossover. Yeah. Um, it is the 13th and final beer in a series designed to celebrate their first festival, Friends and Family Beer. We've talked at length about that. Yeah. 
Creature Comforts are renowned for both finely balanced interpretations of classic styles and elegant barrel-aged beers. So we brewed a mixed fermentation lager using a Bière de Gardes yeast alongside a traditional lager strain for an unusual fruity flavor profile. A portion of this beer has also been put into wine barrels for later release. Mm. Beer, rum, and flavor are mandarin, apricot, and peach, followed by brown bread and raisin. The body is medium-bodied with a crisp, dry finish, and the aftertaste is lasting totes of biscuity, malty, and herbal bitterness. It is a 6.6% 4 440 mil beer, which even though they, they say they're doing it lager style, I figured it's stronger the second. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like, I mean, it's literally the last of that collection, and I got it um course caught him and i'm like i'm sure it'll last in the fridge because i wanted to get through the the viennese beers from um mm. our friend michael um but wanted like was like well this will be there later and this entire yeah, series yeah, is over so yeah. i'll just let this sit yeah that's fair enough that's fair um is so it um was it sorry was it a lager or an ipl um so this is the thing they don't tell us what the I mean, they just say that it's a mixed fermentation lager, and they use different lager strains. I assume it's a lager, point six percent. That's interesting because mm. lagers usually don't sort of strain that high. And also, mm. for Cloudwater to have their last collaboration be a lager is kind of an interesting statement. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is again why I was like, cool. I will definitely sort of sit on this beer so we can properly like take a look at it. Yeah, I wrote an article today that darker than a lager. Yeah, that was that like a, a brown ass brown and... beer, but I mean, you can see how mm. um, bubbly it is. Like it's got the carbonation of yeah. Um, but... You poor Lucy. What did you read about? Um, yeah, just had like I read an article today because I wanted to do something at work other than work. Um, <laughs> yeah, just how, like it. Just revert a lot of breweries are reverting back to like simple beers now, just lagers. And, um, really? Yeah. Like, mm. so I've done uh, IPAs to death now. Let's just go back to the good old uh, simple lagers. Was that a. Do you think that's been a seasonal thing? Like over the summer? Seeing a lot more sort of. I know, I definitely see an uptick in, in IPLs. Definitely. I don't think that's something that we had a, a huge amount of last year, even mm. sort of last summer. But is that kind of... I mean, lager always sort of screams spring-summer, doesn't it, really? I think it was just saying how it's more of a cultural shift. Like, you know, hops are becoming more expensive. There's more breweries. Mm. Like, why don't we just do simple things that ain't going to break the bank by getting, like, the newest, latest hops and getting those contracts in and, you know, bending over (laughs) trying to find, like, new contracts and just, yeah, go back to the simple thing, like... That might even introduce more people into the craft beer scene and just drag them away from these, you know, corporations mm. which are buying craft um, yes. breweries. Um, and then, yeah, just it was an interesting article. I'll send it over. I think it was. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, I can't remember what it was called. I think it was just. I think the article itself was called "The Rise of Regular Beer." The mm. I think it was on something called Opto. Share it, share it in the yes. beer chat on our Out of Lives Discord, which our viewers and fans can join if they so choose. 
but we don't have a good link to it now that I think about the website. Uh, message us, we'll get send you a link. I'm the uh, worst. I can, I'll find it, I'll sort it out, I'll put it in the description of the podcast in some way that can be copied and pasted. Oh my god. And done yeah, I mean, no, there's definitely done. a link, I'm just saying it's not really... Whatever. I'm derailing things, that sounds interesting. Inside and Celestalite, the free games on the Epic Game Store. Yes. That's nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's just kicks in today, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, everyone owns these games, though. And if you don't, shame on you. I mean, you deserve I'm probably, the I'm crappy probably... Epic Game Store if you don't I'm... own those games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to play Inside again. I don't think it's been that I... long mm. since Celeste. So... I played it on Switch. I mean, I think you need uh, to play There's it. more stuff for Celeste coming, isn't there? Isn't yeah, the, the... yeah, the... There's like a new chapter. Thorns and... Um... Which, oh I thought God, they were saying there was something stupid like a hundred levels or like maybe not that but like they said there was like quite a big expansion um i'd buy the hell out of that best game that came out last year it was fucking amazing so yeah you can have your red deads and all that crap but um yeah no i'm right it's it's a hundred new levels Lying. Oh, they, they announced that like earlier this year, didn't they? June. Like, yeah. Oh, is it June? Yeah. Oh, right. I thought it was like on the anniversary. Okay. Well, that's cool. Mm, everyone's going to play Celeste again. So, mm. uh, what would have been a good segue but as well? Why would you is... want to play Celeste on like a computer? Hey, shut up. That's how I play it. Just plug a pad in, mate. Won't matter. Yeah, I know, but it's still disgusting. It still weirds me out. It still weirds me out. I haven't finished it. Five levels in. I remember when I played. And bad at playing video games. I remember when I played that. It's like a really tough puzzle platformer as well called 140. Oh, I remember 140. Yeah, I played that on just like. Was D. Oh god! Just did buy it. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. that's not a game you want to wazzed. That's a game <laughs> and you I did. definitely don't want to complete, I completed it on I like last. how. Yeah. And I, Lucy's yeah, that's my so hidden shame. Video games, PC she's Master like, Race, man. She, She's like, I'm gonna mock this platform. How I'm gonna mock this is by saying. <laughs> Even this game was really tough, but I managed to do it on the shitty input mechanism. But like, I know that's not what you meant, but like functionally, that's what you said. You're like, yeah, it shouldn't have ever been on this because it's stupid. But also, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at. Uh, did you do it with platform. one hand and just a middle yeah. finger up continuously yeah. as you played towards the screen? Just. <laughs> Don't even to need to world. look at the keyboard at all. Yeah. Just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> so my beer, the second beer of this week, as Lucy mentioned, breweries that had been bought by larger corporations. I'm drinking a beer from Four Pure Brewing mm. Company. But oh, I haven't seen a Four Pure in a week. Well, this is it's another a while. A while, a while. This <laughs> is another collaboration beer that was in Tesco. But the reason I picked this up was because it's a collaboration with Mothership. And Mothership are a very, very small emerging brewery who, um, Lucy, you and I had some really good beers from at the Bristol Craft Beer Festival. Um, Big on the social medias, see them a lot on there. Don't see their cans around very much, at least least the the few places I've been in Bristol. But this says, as with Fuel Pure, you've got all of the information along the side of the can. It is 7.4%. I think it's a double IPA. It is a double IPA. 
7.4%. Uh, it is 16.5 degrees Plato is the original gravity, 65 IBUs, 12 EBCs, 280 calories, um, and should be said like 8 degrees. As well, no. I think it's, well, whatever, I, I assume CAL is calories. Um, yeah. Let's yeah. have a look. Some of the greatest adventures start in the most unexpected ways. Take Helen Sharman, for example. She became the first Brit in space thanks to answering an advert that simply stated, Astronaut wanted, no experience necessary. This collaboration with Mothership aims to celebrate pioneering women like Helen and blast you to the furthest reaches of flavour. Liberally hopped with Enigma and Eldorado, this double IPA showcases all that is good about dank and juicy IPAs and promises to boldly take you where no man has gone before. I mean, I probably have said a little bit more about Mothership rather than some random woman, but... You know, fair enough. Not to criticize the in any way whatsoever, but, you know. <laughs> Let's get this one point. It yeah, does, I however, have a, on Twitter. It yeah. does have a very yeah, um, a very yeah. reminiscent of Beavertown style can and artwork. Oh, yeah. Wow. If I saw that on a shelf, I'd be like, um, yeah, pass me the, yeah, the orange thing. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get that poured and we're going to come back to you, Adol, on the beer that you have already begun. I've been supping, yeah. Um, again, I don't know what to make of this. Um, I mean, it is brown as fuck. And yeah. it's not what they sort of the... Yeah, they said barrel-aged, but they said a lot of lagery things. It's uh, not too heady. Uh, the pour was kind of carbonated. Um a mild nutty. What it is looks that? malty as hell. Mm. Sorry? It looks malty as hell. Oh yeah, it's it's like a mild nut, and then quite a bit of malts on the nose. Mm. But like, yeah, I... like, like, quite a bit of malts in the sense of like, most of the nose is malty and a bit nutty. Okay. But the nose is actually not super strong. I don't want to say it's like, Smack in the face with maltiness. It's just of the smell. It's mostly malty. Okay, but it's light. But it's light. Um. Yeah, I mean it's malty. Actually, I think this is the yeast. But you get this sort of malty start, and then it sort of fades to almost like an aspartame type dryness. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then it just sort of after that fade, just like sweetness, which I think is just the six percent with a touch of malt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like I'm super surprised that the taste fades really quickly. Like mm -hmm. I'm talking sub fifteen seconds, you're going through all hits of the fin, like the primary taste to the finish to mm -hmm. like the lingering. So any like vinous like taste like, it's, even, wine. like uh, it's not whiny it's like it's just mildly bitter mm -hmm. mostly kind of sweet throughout the sweetness sort of has a curve which allows other things to come out but at the mm -hmm. end of the day the sweetness that you sort of taste post finish like 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 the lingering sweetness it's kind of the same type of sweetness you got off the beginning of the taste so i don't think it's doing a lot else it just sort of has these flashes of other things but it's kind of mm. just like i've got 
a generic multi sweetness that sort of quite forward such that when other things happen, they overtake it. But as soon as they're done overtaking, I come back to this default. Does that make sense? Like, it's just kind of like, okay, it's got this one move. And there's other moves that sort of jump in and then jump out. But that one move just is the standard. Versus mm -hmm. other beers where it's like, there's a sweetness at the beginning, which is sort of super fruity. And there's a sweetness at the end that's super malty. And it's clearly doing a different thing between them. This is like, no, whatever you thought you tasted at the beginning is kind of what you're tasting at the end. But there's interesting moves afterwards and before. But it's still the same generic move. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it feels like... It feels like a complex but straightforward sweetness. Like, there's, there's like, a dynamic to the maltness that's interesting. It happens right away, but it's also the only thing that happens at the end. So it's not like it's simple, but it, the nuance isn't across the taste profile it's the mm. same nuance that you sort of experience from slightly different perspectives given the like splash of slightly tropical then disappearing etc yeah yeah fair enough um i think my beer is similar in that it's not really kind of what they've suggested it is or at least that's not what i'm getting from it um it said it was a dank juicy um, a double IPA that showcases all that is good about dank and juicy IPAs and promises a, to boldly take you where no man has gone before. I mean, I've definitely had this beer, or at least this flavour profile, before. Mm. Um, it's a little bit of orange on the nose and a little bit of that malt creeping in as well. Almost a, a slight kind of burnt texture a burnt sort of nose and flavor to it as well and mm. the, the flavor kind of mimics the the nose quite well that i'm getting mm. a lot of not a lot it's a light flavor again it's not a big flavor i'm getting orange from it the malts do kick in but there is this slight kind of almost burnt uh element to it whether it's kind of like a almost like a burnt biscuity kind of flavor that i'm getting mm. following on from that that orange um, it does have a little bit of dankness towards the end, definitely. You know, it's nowhere near as dank as the um, oh, was the, the the dry and bitter verdant collab that I had last week. That was a dank mm. beer and a, and a beautifully you, dank you. beer as well. This kind of just has a little bit hanging around. It's not quite that lovely sort of dank weedy kind of right. essence to it. It's just a little bit. Um, you know when you kind of you walk into rather than it being a bit weedy you walk into an old building and it's got a little bit of sort of damp to it and you can kind of smell that as you walk in yes mold and beyond yeah mildew kind of, this is more that end of dank oh, that's not if you good. know what i mean it's just a little bit kind of like mm, i see maybe what you're trying to get out of this but i don't think it's quite that is there suboptimal mm. Mm. I mean, it's all it's all super light, so it goes back very easily. The flavour's there. The orange sticks around for a little bit. That that burnt biscuit kind of just backs the orange up. It, it heightens the orange a little bit, perhaps. But when that kicks in, you sort of you feel the orange just that little bit more. 
and then that dankness it kind of it just it just lingers a bit too long never really turns into any kind of bitterness at all which is why it's kind of more down that sort of end nothing really comes from it it kind of just peters out a little bit and i'm hoping some of this is from the from the previous beer um you know from it being the previous beer something so carbonated and so bitter that it's right. just it's just altering this flavor profile very slightly that maybe towards the end i'm going to get something a little bit more rounded perhaps but currently again initial impressions is just sort of a a, a an attempt at a, a double ipa i mean it's only about seven and a half percent 7.4 i mean is it right. a double ipa really um so uh, yeah uh, lucy what have you been doing this week <laughs> uh, working mate working um i played a game yeah it was the kind of game where it's like needs very little limb um so it was very easy to play whilst right. working too much. Um, it's called Telling Lies. It is. Oh. Um, I guess it's not his sophomore game because he did do that war games thing. But maybe sophomore in this style, I guess. Anyway, yeah. it's Sam Barlow's, um, shall we say, spiritual successor to her story using mm. that same narrative. Um, twist that kind of yeah. um subverts like a narrative detective game um if you haven't played her story what are you doing right. go play it yeah absolutely do it immediately um, anyone won't any one of us won't not recommend it yeah um i'm not gonna get go played it, loved it yes it's excellent 2015 i think it came out um jeez that was a while ago. Anyway. <laughs> We're all young. Yes, we are. We're not dying slowly. Anyway. Um... Mm, we are, but that's not why we need to recommend it. Um, I, I won't go into specifics about her story or um, telling lies, because they are very much heavily uh, based on narrative. But telling lies, um, it takes the same format as her story where you are searching through a database um on a like virtual like desktop um and you're searching for you're searching with keywords and um once you type in a keyword every video that mentions that word um so uh in telling lies the first word that um is put in put put in for you um automatically by the by the game is love so it then searches through the database of all these video clips and it takes those clips that uh, mention the world word love um the things that it only displays the first five results so mm. even though love might might be mentioned in 20 of the clips in this database only the first five search re results are available to you so the whole loop of the game is then uh, looking into, you know, these these videos and then picking up oh certain nouns, certain names, certain places, and then being like, oh, that person mentioned that, that person mentioned that place, this happened over there, this person calls this person by this, um, like, colloquial name, and then, 
you know, mostly picking up those nouns and then searching again and finding more information and just slowly but surely uncovering a deeper, deeper mystery, um, which I will not go into. I will not spoil. Um, it, it's, it's very hard to talk around this game, so I will just talk in yeah. broad strokes. Um, in terms, it's very, you know, mechanically similar to her story, so I'm sure most people would play that by now. It's the same deal. Um, the difference is, is that that was, I mean, you'd know this straight from the from the get-go in her story. That's about a murder mystery. Um, mm -hmm. Your reason for looking at this database and telling lies, it's far more, you don't know why you're doing it. It's like, okay. in her story, okay, it's a murder mystery. You know why you're there. You need to figure out the murder and why how this person got murdered and that's pretty obvious with telling lies the um like is questionable yeah the the reason why you're looking at these tapes the reason the purpose of like at the, at the start of the game you sh you're playing as this woman she walks into a building and it's like okay she's got access to um these files from the nsa and it's like okay what is this woman's motive why is she looking through all these files what are we trying to figure oh, out what is the overall arching Mystery. Right. So, so they play the game of like um, you're the you're this character, but you don't know what the character does. Yeah. So kind of do your own digging to figure out what the character is doing. So yeah, who you separate, are, who you are. Yeah. Which I I really like, and I think it's playing move so often in 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 video games. It's mm -hmm. like they give you godlike access to the main character's mind, and then yeah. it's just like, well, what can the main character find out? And it's so much more interesting when you're mm. like when they make like they make it explicit that you're piloting someone mm -hmm. and as the pilot you might not know all the things of someone else because Absolutely. that gives you like a second layer of epistemic sort of veil like it's like yeah. so much more interesting because mm -hmm. then you get to play the game against the game as well as the game against the characters for lack of a better like, mm -hmm. like there's the initial layer of well, I'm the character, what can I figure out from other people? But also, shit, I need to figure out what the main character... Like, I, I'm also yeah. playing the game against a protagonist to figure out X. Yeah. So, yeah, that that is because... That's why I'm saying anything about her story, but it's like, you don't know who you are. And like her story is like that's... four years old now, so I, I, I think yeah, we can... but it's still, yeah. like, you know... It's, I, mean, I the problem there is... That, but like, just finding you out who you... It, you, no one wants to spoil it for you because it's mm -hmm. really well done. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, like, yeah. like I, I mean, I think that's like the same thing with a really good mystery novel, mystery movie. Like, who cares how long it's been? Mm. I don't want to spoil how mm. it works mm. because I kind of want people to do that. That way. Yeah, yeah. It's just that um, is a really good yeah. example of the extreme of that, which is, yeah, sure. Most people who are interested will miss out, but if you missed it, I don't want. This is amazing, but also here's why you will have a good yeah. interpretation of why it's amazing, because yeah. I've ruined it for you. Yeah, so I won't mention it. Um, but going into more of the mechanics of telling lies, um, whereas her story, you're looking at police tapes and this woman's like confessing and stuff like, like that and just recounting what happened, you know, giving alibis and stuff like that. Um, telling lies is just, it's, it's more voyeuristic. Um, this, you know, these characters did not give consent to um, have all these, you know, videos and footage watched. It's stuff like intimate conversations with, like, okay. a man and his daughter or 
um, right. you know, a couple talking together or just friends talking together and stuff like that. It, it's it's seen from a much more um, personal view. Is like oh, FaceTime calls and stuff like that. I don't mm. a lot of these people FaceTime. I don't know who actually FaceTimes in real life, but uh, <laughs> or even <laughs> talks to people on the time. phone in real life, but. <laughs> Ben FaceTimes with his clients. We're doing it right now. Yes. But it's no, like, no, okay. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but the just, just really... took extra effort. FaceTime is like, and mm. we're like, oh, this doesn't Let's work. figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> After an hour. <laughs> Do technical. Uh... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Mostly me. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's but, fine. But what's interesting about it is that each clip you only see it from the side of one character so oh, really cool. there's a conversation so say if like me and Adil was talking and um on one video clip you'd hear me talking and that's yeah. it it would just be me oh you don't get both and... sides of wow. the conversation no. either so you have to oh. uncover the yeah so yeah so and well, it's that makes me really yeah it's really cleverly done so it's like a deal you'd be like um talking about this beer that you had whilst you were in canada and then i'd make like a stupid maple syrup joke or something like that and it's like on one side it'd be like oh they're talking about canada for sure <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> So you might see my video first and, you know, make a maple syrup joke yeah. and then you're like, oh, should I search for maple syrup or should I search for Canada? And then right. you'd search for Canada and then you'd pull up um, Adil's video. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really interesting, like, piecing together, like, two parts of the puzzle and finding mm. the corresponding videos. Um, it, it, right. It's nice I that it's you. got that kind of, like, that next step to her story mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. You, yeah. You have to kind of, it's, it's not just kind of like, okay, here's... I've got to find all of these um, these different snippets from this interview and piece mm -hmm. those together. It's now there's so many different interactions with different people. Who is they, yeah. who are they actually talking to? What are they doing? Is yeah, something else absolutely. going on whilst yeah. they're kind of doing stuff? And yeah, that's 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 a very cool direction and to take it in. That's why this game is so brilliant from like a technical level, even mm. though it's like very similar, you know, simple mechanics. Yeah. Right, it's but it's just how masterful like how it's done from like a scripting point of view and mm. an acting point of view. Because even when I didn't find like the corresponding videos till like hours later, um I would still remember that conversation. Just um right. the other half of the conversation because of how good the acting is um i don't know any of these actors because i don't watch films but apparently they've been yeah. like, hey, Tom I, I, I would be yes. <laughs> no but it's, no, it's yeah. guys similar to tom, tom hardy look alike right yeah yeah so it's yeah. five out of five i mean i think that's um, the yeah. point though right like i think <laughs> it showcases what a good script and good actors yeah can do, but also a good actor isn't someone who's in all films a good actor is much mm -hmm less but also much more than that like like yeah, yeah. You have good direction and good writing and you're a good actor yeah the thing will be good mm -hmm. but what it's... makes you a good actor in hollywood isn't those things so it's like mm. this it's is kind of a good reminder yeah. of mm. how much of a machine these other things are because a lot of well, some premiere video games sort of are playing off of the same premiere film moves that don't get you to the same place. Which is, 
I don't care who you are. I don't care yeah. who's directing you. I care about the setting because this is a video game and mm -hmm. your face is like the least important thing. While in like film, I hate to break it to you, but the face is super important and that's why you don't have no names starring in really big films because that's the way it is. But like, mm. we definitely have hit a point in video games where they have such cultural cachet that's very easy for video game directors to fall into the film direct trap, and I don't think it works the same way. Mm. And these types of games prove that, like, interaction and, like, prompting the notion of interaction is way more important than your flat face, because your flat mm. face could be turned purple and whatever, and becomes just... Like, Josh Brolin didn't need to be Thanos. Anyone could have been Thanos. Like, for a lot of those <laughs> scenes, it didn't matter. For some of them, yeah, sure, you're cloning his, like, interesting acting moves, but a lot of them you aren't. Yeah. And uh, video I games are that, that to the yeah. nth degree. Yeah, like, people who haven't played her story or haven't seen this game, it is for FMV, for yep. motion video, so these are real actors, um, and it's, you know, real-life right. human people mm. that you see. Um, but yeah, the just reading, like, pre-release stuff, um, with interviews with Sam Barlow, um, I think that um, what they did was, like, actually put these actors in different rooms and did set up that like like FaceTime chat so oh, that's cool. you know the dialogue is natural it does mm. flow well it's just literally what they're saying yeah they've, yeah. they've just recorded mm -hmm. the screen as they've been acting it out yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a voice recording um, thing where it's like oh we have one this one actor in the booth having yep. half of this side of the conversation then we get the next actor two weeks later to record their lines so yeah, and the the thing I will say is that um, I was not nearly as interested in the narrative in this game, and that's where this game like just falls down for me completely. Okay. Like the characters, I was interested in, and it's like oh, you know, you, you like learning about the different interconnecting relationships and stuff like that. But I think the overall story is not that good. Um, okay, fair enough. I won't say too much about it, but whereas in her story, I mean, her story was novel and fresh, and her story wasn't mm. like the most down to earth story. There was like some things where it's like, oh yeah, this is, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's a, quite a pulpy story at the end. Absolutely, of Absolutely, the there was there was a um, suspension of disbelief in certain absolutely. elements of, of that story. Yeah. Yeah, but this is like sort. Of, it's trying to be more grounded, but there are some massive plot holes here, you know. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it like in her story, it's once you've seen a certain amount of video clips, it's it basically prompts you if you want to end the game. Mm. Um, I got to that point probably about a third of the way through the amount of time that I put into it. Okay. I just wanted to see more videos and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but but even so, I didn't quite realise that it was like, oh, it prompts, it prompts me now because I have, have actually found enough where I can comprehensively put together the, the entire plot of this game. Yeah. And I was... Then I was like, no, that can't be right. There has to be some more because more more to this because 
why did this happen? Why did this happen? Why did this happen? So for the next two thirds of the time I played that the game, I was like, okay, these videos are great and well acted, but you're not actually filling in anymore. Okay. You know, right. you're not answering any questions. You're actually just creating even more plot holes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I was yeah. like, made that happen. Do, do Do you think that having, um, you know, do you think if you spent enough time with it that you would get that fully rounded? Um, set of answers for everything that they they, that they really have a, a, a tight kind of script and that they have tried to, to do enough to answer sort of everything that kind of comes I, up or are they allowing things to be a bit ambiguous and you not really getting the entire picture I, I don't think so I think it's more like it, debatable her story was left up to interpretation at the end mm. but this is like no, we had this story, and right. we this was the plot. The plot's just not that good, <laughs> you know. It's, it doesn't <laughs> like. It, I think it's more interesting finding about the relation to these characters because once you're like, oh, is that what happened? Cool, right, great. There's nothing like because this is more like you know. Well, I guess they're both like sort of crime thrillers. That's like a murder mystery. But this is more the wider scope government less... conspiracy thing. The less the moves are less about what a person might do versus like what their character's slot is. I'm, uh, Does that make sense? Uh, so like, as soon as you're like, okay, this is the reveal. This person slots in this way. It's not sort of the, it's not predicated on them being surprising in a certain way. The surprise is, oh, there were secretly X. Not they were Y, but they did X. I mean, I think that would go too much into spoiler territory if I yep. expanded right. on it. You're right, yep. Nice. Fine, but um, yeah, because I don't want to get too much into yep. it. it. It fell down in narrative for me, but I'd love to have just seen, like, the script like, written, I think there was like you know, hundreds of pages worth of script for this game. I'd love just to see, like, <laughs> yay! Cameo. I'd love how I'd love to see. Oh, and Kim was just off camera. We could have had the triple whammy. As well. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd love to see just like the script and how it was written, and like obviously the way the characters speak. They only want to give like tidbits of information because you've only seen it from you know half of the perspective. Yep. So from mm. a technical standpoint, I think this is you know masterstroke in like how to create mystery. I just wish the overall mystery was better and didn't have better. too many yeah. plot holes. Because yeah. afterwards, I looked, you know, on Reddit or like giant bomb forums or whatever, or Steam, and it's like I wasn't missing. It's like okay, I wasn't missing anything. It's like no, there are just some really holes. <laughs> It's, it's disappointing. It's fair enough. Okay. Mm. Well, it's uh, it's it's probably a good place to finish the chat mm. on telling lies. Um. Still, I, still worth it. Get it on the iPad. It might be on Android if yeah, you can. Yeah, so I mean, like, what I kind of like about the like we've got no point of technology that these types of FMV games used to be like so obscurely like too far forward, and now it's like mm. actually this is like the easiest <laughs> game to push on all the flat platforms because mm -hmm. streaming is dirt cheap. Yeah. It's, you're um, not streaming anything. It's downloading all those right, video files. Right. Because, I just mean mm. like. The, mm -hmm. the move of getting like the video it, yeah. content to the device. Yeah, I think and it's about 4 gig lot, on my But, account. like, mm. even three years ago, you couldn't 
think about pushing this type of narrative to a multi-platform thing. Like it would have had to be PC, mm. maybe really awkwardly like Xbox, PlayStation, but not yeah. really. But also, no one would have wanted that. And it's like actually, the sweet spot is probably people with like a five plus inch uh, cell phone. Like yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. enough for you to like look at details, etc. Uh, as long as you have the bandwidth, that'll obviously iPads and and etc. are ideal. But like, as long as you have kind of an oversized phone, you mm -hmm. can play this game well. Yeah. You can play this type of game well. Quick, quick aside. Um, yeah. The it it's it's improved on her story by um, you can pause like the video at any point, and um, because you know it's all subtitled unless you want to change that off, but. Yeah. By default it's on subtitles if you just click on a particular word um it can then just go to a search search that word straight automatically um right. and bring up the next search results for that nice okay that's keyword. Good. i never right. used it but <laughs> yeah that's one way of doing it the yep. way, way it's gone back from her story however is when you want to scrub through videos um because when you search for a keyword it actually the, the video searches that it pulls up it'll put you at that point in the video where they actually say that word oh, uh, the the video and scrubbing through video takes a long time it so you can yeah it takes a long time to scrub through like you have to rewind like a like a cassette tape it isn't just like oh i just want to press a button and go back to the beginning yeah. you can't do yeah. that which is very annoying because some of these videos are like eight minutes long and it takes a long time to rewind back yeah. from seven minutes 59 seconds wow. all the way back to so that's okay. pretty annoying. But, um... Interesting that they've taken that approach. You know, with with her story being that very VHS uh, aesthetic, mm -hmm. grainy... it made kind of sense that you like had to like really mm -hmm. push back forward. But and, like, and, and and again, her story was very much kind of when you when you know to actually order these videos in, in some kind of was very difficult. Mm -hmm. You had one bar at the bottom. You're like, where does this one actually fit within the timeline mm -hmm. I'm creating on this single bar? Does it allow you to curate a timeline um, and a sequence of events a little bit better than bookmarks. her story? Or? Yeah, you can definitely the, the um, you can add bookmarks and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and um, uh, you know just see what you've searched for in the past, um, like all the search terms you searched previously and stuff like that, and which videos you pulled up. So it's got that, but um, I didn't use any of that stuff. And I, I think just to like the most em emblematic thing of how much less I enjoyed this than her story was that I didn't write down a single note. You can write wow. down notes in the game or with her story, I had like conspiracy theory papers yeah, strewn like everywhere. a web of fucking yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Didn't write down a single note on this one. Okay. And mm. that's what hurts me the most. That sucks, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a story. Yeah. I think it's one of the things we loved about Oberdin last mm. year, that it kind of mm. got you to think that a little bit more, that you were sat there mm. and you were kind of, you know, jotting notes down and trying mm. to kind of understand yeah. where people were coming from and those different things. Yeah. So that's a, yeah, okay. I think uh, this may be purely subjective, though. Like, I mean, that's a, a lot of the name of the game. Right, I don't worry yeah. about. Some people have been written, writing notes. I think I saw Greg Miller had like, like pages of notes. And really, yeah. And it's like, maybe it's completely. So I hope it's subjective. I hope it's like, oh, people really get the kick out of this story and find it mm. really interesting. Right. Yeah. Whereas it just didn't 
you know, vibe with me. I hope, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. everything around, around surrounding the game, uh, yeah, you know, mm. the whole mechanics yeah. of it, te- technicality of it, yeah, that's great. So if cool. it hits on story, then that's like, yeah, a good 10 out of 10 game for, my, yeah. for other people. Nice. Yeah. Good. Mm. Cool. Um, so I've got a hard out of 10 o'clock this evening. Uh, which is in a few minutes. So, yeah, Adol, I think do you do you, do you have a topic for this evening that you may hold for another night, or what you me? want to discuss for me to do disappear? You anything? Uh, I, I was I was literally just about how uh, in a couple articles um, that have come out in the more British press slash like um, internet British press. Um, <laughs> The number, so basically, uh, the percentage of female beer drinkers oh. in the UK oh, yeah. is pegged at 17%, which mm. I think is super low. I was surprised. I don't yeah. care about yeah. the context of the um, articles that cite this, but it. what I wanted to bring up, which we can easily talk about like next week I, I know you have but what I wanted to bring up was I feel like there are three different so the article that sort of cited this was like oh it's about advertising and I wanted to say well there's actually kind of three tiers of advertising of beer in the UK which are really interesting because a lot of them aren't like none, none of them are necessarily uh, demographically sexual but mm-hmm. they definitely have their own baggage but i thought at least let's prime our listeners we'll talk about this at some other time because we don't have time but like i think we have the the three things that i think are important are um generic big brand loggers which have their problems and i think most people agree like there's usually sexist advertising etc but i also haven't paid attention to what that advertising is locally mm. for a while because i just no, don't live in that world <laughs> but i assume it's bad but i might be wrong mm-hmm. and then we have something like camera where camera has been pushing against this which is the like sort of nuts and bolts of the article that i read was camera saying like if you want to be a card part of camera you can't get away with this type of advertising yeah. no and then you have craft beer, which I think for the most part has been pretty good. There's definitely been some outstanding naysayers to the it's good, <laughs> and that sucks. Mm. But uh, what I want to sort of want us and our listeners to think about is how much of that sort of knee-jerk reaction no actually is being tacked up by camera, but also what is it? What do we? think is the right type of move um and i think obviously it's not gonna be a like quorum consensus thing but it's like okay so it seems like i think on all three fronts we have an idea that what isn't good isn't good but how (laughs) where where the line is where we like are okay with some jocularity and not yeah um and like the mm. I was just going to say this is a loaded topic, oh, yeah. just not just, <laughs> not just even from you know like you know from this 
you know, to do with sexism and equality and, like, and women drinking beers, but like, it, like just diving into like yeah. British drinking culture, like it's so, got so, to do. With, you know, it's got to do. If, with if I'm honest, what I really wanted to be <laughs> like was, um, from my perspective in mm. craft brewing, mm -hmm. um, and the people I know and the people I interact with online. I'm super surprised 17% is yeah, I would be more than that. And so what I kind of want to know is, like, what levels? obviously there's, like, big things, but, like, I actually, I don't know how we can do this. I'll think about it in the future, but, like, I want to know whether the craft brewery versus, like, male versus female percentage is as bad as the general beer one. Because I kind of mm, think, think that maybe craft is doing a better job than general but that also is mm. might be confirmation bias so i there we don't have to go into these things there. yeah yeah are, so, so I'd what i'd like to what i like to do is say. like just sort of push on either craft brewing isn't as good as the national average or mm. it is but either way we should be like pushing a certain angle Pushing them both up to be yeah. In in the yeah. and the angle is what if we just cared about beer and its taste and how do we yeah? Do that which I think without... yeah. A right. lot of a lot of people who enjoy beer do, but a lot of people who have that stigma yeah because of these social issues and yeah. So I'd like Woo! I'd like to and I'd like us it's to like talk and about us. <laughs> with our audiences to try and figure out yeah. what we could do and mm -hmm. even if it's not a lot that's fine mm -hmm. but like mm -hmm. that's the that's the homework given that i don't homework, have a yes. yeah homework. yeah this is fun homework we'll, we'll post yeah. uh, a link to that article yeah. um yeah for sure it, yeah i think it was um conversation.com um if you just yeah, type it's, in it's beer and sexism that'll yeah. probably come up i mean yes. the, the the big thing that i think we all had wasn't that it's shitty for women in the beer industry. It was actually like I think all three of us commented like, "Oh, I thought at this point, like beer consumption in the UK at some level was beyond seventeen percent." Mm, yeah, at least on this measure, it wasn't. And it was like, okay, well, we definitely know that like on these deeper levels, we have to do better with representation. But yeah, forget I think representation. A lot of that would, it turns out yeah. consumers just aren't there that way we think. But as you said, I think that's probably more to do with like the, you know, mass-producing yeah. corporations. So, so, so I mean, because I, craft is still hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, I've got to go. So let's yeah. do this for homework next week and yeah. converse, converse yeah. about this next week. I, I definitely we're getting started into this, this conversation, conversation with now. the idea that we would <laughs> have a but definitely <laughs> didn't stick to that. Um, yes. So that is the topic for next week, where Absolutely. all of us, including please, down. if um, please, you can send us an email at tankedupcast at gmail dot com, uh, tweet at tankedupcast on Twitter. Uh, you can message us. Otherwise, no, uh, tankedupcast on Instagram if you wanted to give us a quick blah or a picture of your opinion of this conversation. Um, but like, I, I honestly think like, Ooh, oh, come on. It's fine. <laughs> um, this is the type of thing that we actually want to hear back from you. Yeah, and, absolutely. And like contact us the way you can. This is the thing where it's like, 
us as a beer community can maybe make a statement about what we want things to be like, even mm -hmm. if we our statement is, yeah, it definitely isn't like this, but like we can have a forward-looking projection, and this is a thing that we could all gotten onto, and so it's yeah. worth saying what you want to hear and seeing how many people like are interested. Absolutely, we can put yes. forward our manifesto for how things should <laughs> be going um, forward. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, uh, I am at Nova underscore forty seven almost ever. Lucy what was is. What your favourite beers? Yeah, we, I'm going to get that. He's we'll already started. He's already you know, started. We've, we've already got the plugs, <laughs> mate. We do plugs and beers and goodbye. Juicy Loose Nine. Juicy Loose Nine. Juicy Loose Nine. Avil is at the Omniarch almost everywhere except Twitch, yeah. where it's at underscore in yeah. somewhere in it and things and stuff. I, I grabbed the can. Uh, for me this week, it's really hard to pick a best beer. I think neither of them kind of did what they were Ooh, saying right. they were going to do. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think this is the best showing. underscore 47 says dying of fire. Yeah, I don't think this is the best showing for the supermarket <laughs> beers from, you know, for, for from the craft beer scene. Mm. Um, if I had to, if I was pushed to pick one you're I, shoved you're shoved then pushed i mean if i was shoved. yeah if one, of them, was thrown, if one of them was thrust at me before i was kicked off a cliff and i could drink it on the way down i don't know give them both no. of them yeah um i you're think i'd probably push i think i'd probably pick the brew dog versus the cloud water yes it was there a little bit more bitter yes it was a little bit more carbonated but i banged that one back there's still there's still a little bit left of this four pure it's not going down quite as well as the 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 uh, Brewdog Cloudwater collaboration. Adol. I'm going to go in the opposite direction where I think the Cloudwater collaboration was boring and flat and didn't give me enough. Oh, okay. Like, honestly, uh, it was interesting and uh, as a logger, it had some interesting things that you don't no no normally notice with loggers, but everything else was not there. Like, sure. it was like, as soon as I recognized that you were doing something weird with a certain type, Nothing else mattered because the only thing interesting was that it wasn't the standard type you were doing this on. Um, so it is the Stuart Brewing Aqualung Nelson Sova Mosaic and Galaxy Hops 5.2% um, Nipa. Like, and uh, it, it's again, it's it's not that the Cloud Water Cross Creature Comforts. Um, barrel aged lagers wasn't interesting but it just was kind of flat like it just for what they were claiming to do just didn't quite do a lot else so mm. i kind of want like if you're going to do just that i kind of want you to just be really plain and you weren't and and yeah the other thing did more expensive things given a limited palette they both limited palettes it's just mm -hmm. yeah yeah but what was great but but well, mostly good. mostly I, I would reach for the one over the other. Mm. Yeah, I I felt the same way. I'd reach for the for the Brewdog versus Cloudwater beer yeah. over the over the other one definitely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Lucy, so as, well as the person I can say, as the person who hasn't had a beer, down. <laughs> Lucy, to finish us out, have you got anything final to say? Um. Mosey Craft Beer Festival is great. Go next year if you can. Ooh, bye. Okay. Oh, bye. Ciao. Yeah.